Uga Buga, Tamanolu, Nanaru, Mamishu, Balali, Baba. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, este General Romero. This is Mali. This is Joey Janela. This is the self-made savage cash flow, Kimbroe. This is MBK murdered by kicks, Matt Travis. Gentlemen, this is the superhero Monte. This is Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, as if you didn't already know, and I'm better than you. This is the man of steel, Mike Verna. This is the great and powerful Big O. Green Machine, Mike Orlando. This is Ms. New York. This is Nikki Adams. What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the effing machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. Hello, this is Ricochet. Hey, guys, this is Sonia Strong. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. That's right, everybody. We are back with another amazing episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And your host, as always, as your host, as always are me, Avenging Ben, and my partner in crime, the one, the only... Paul Milk Mike. We are back again to shoot the shit and shoot the breeze about another weird and wacky world in the, in the world of professional wrestling, both professional and indie. Mike, before we get into that, Mike, how are you doing? Did you have a good week? Did you have a good week? I had a very interesting week starting on Monday. Take us through it. What happened? Would anything anything bad happen to you this week? Anything funny? Uh, let's let's just call this. Let me tell you, and then you can take it however the hell you however the hell you want to. I went. I had a grand jury summons, and those shits are not fun. So I went there. I'm sitting there. And I fill out the form, and then I call my job, and I tell and I asked them because one of the questions was, "Is your job going to pay you for at least five to ten days while you're on?" the 20-day grand jury jury's service. So he goes, no. So I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, that sucks. So then I go on the line. I go up to the person at the desk, and they ask me the same question. I'm like, no. And they go, oh, you're dismissed. I'm just standing there like, did I just really sit here for two hours to get told I'm dismissed? Yes, you did. Fuck you, bye. Well, as, as good old Jim Cornette would say, thank you, fuck you, bye. Yep. My week has been up, up and down a little bit. My fucking roommates have been nothing, have been having nothing but his all night part, all like two a.m. parties in my goddamn dorm room. So that's been college. College. One thing that's been getting me through it, as always, is my artwork and watching professional wrestling, which is what we are here to talk about. Mike, we saw two indie shows this past weekend, and we'll certainly get into those in a little bit. We have a special guest to talk about it with us. We're going to have the daddiest daddy this side of Daddyville, as he prefers to be called. We're going to have Matt the Daddy coughed around with us in just a little bit, hopefully, this week. We're have him and, on and he's still heated at me for what happened at our WrestleMania party. Uh, if you are not still in the know, Mike is on week three of his never ending until I get the belt. General Admission Wrestling Podcast World Heavyweight Championship title reign. And it's on the line. At for... Payback, which we will be doing. We will be ending the show tonight with WWE Payback 2017 predictions. Before we get to that, let's talk is, is, about... Wait is, wait, is it sad that I found out that there was a pay-per-view Sunday just like before we started recording? 
Yeah, that's the funny thing about fucking... You're, you're like, so we're doing predictions tonight, right? I'm like, wait, there's a pay-per-view Sunday? Yeah, that was actually kind of my reaction, too. Was it Surprise, motherfucker! Like three weeks ago? Yeah, WrestleMania was like three weeks ago, and it was insane. Surprise, motherfucker, it moves it. Time moves fast. WrestleMania is now in our rear views. Yep. Kind of sneaks up on you everywhere. So before we get into the... Before we're going to talk about BCW, Brie Combination Wrestling, World War III, NLW. In just a little bit. No, not NLW, BCW. NLW. Nope, we are talking. But before we get into that, let's talk about a little bit of that weird wrestling news we get in our mailbox all the time. And we are going to talk about a little update about every, about the man who left them in the dust, the man formerly known as Stardust, the man whose mustache left him, and one had the former one half of Rhodes Scholars and current indie darling Cody fucking Rhodes. And let's talk about this news. Apparently, a little news, New Cody Rhodes has signed another deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling and and will be st- will continue working on, only in the states in PWG and Ring of Honor. Mike, what do you think about this? I think the New Japan deal is great for Cody cuz he seems he got himself over like as soon as he went over to Japan. He's the kind of character that they love. And you know what? Ring of Honor and PWG also fits with him, like especially Ring of Honor, uh, most importantly, because he, he has he has the ring ability. So, and absolutely. I, and, and I think by the time this year is over, he's gonna hold. I think I would like to see him hold that uh, Intercontinental title. The in IWGP Intercontinental title would look good on him. And if he and if he beats Okada or whoever the hell has the main title now, maybe. Is it Naito? It's not. Is it Naito? I think. No, it's Okada. I think. Yeah, because like that, that title ping pongs back and forth between them like every two fucking months. Mm, yeah. But yes, that's a little bit of an update from the man who left them in the dust, the American Nightmare, Cody. Why? That's right. Well, what the fuck, man? Naito. So let's get on to a little more. Our person, our little person in the chat right here. Hey, little, whatever. A little, a little information. Naito. Naito currently. Okada. Same Either person. one, one of those two. And uh, but let's get into, uh, yeah, let's keep working on this uh, Jinder Mahal news, because apparently this continues to still be a thing. Yep, and we'll get into him in a few minutes, too. Fucking Jinder Mahal, man, and I'm just like... What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of insane what's going on with him lately, because remember when we said, like, we seriously need to stop making jokes about people? We don't like on this show because then they go on to some kind of success. Who was the first person we made fun of on the show? We made fun of Kurt Hawkins, and whether or not you want to call him successful, he is getting more exposure on Raw. He has had a prominent segment three weeks in a row. I'm going I'm to I'm say it again. It's a three-hour show. Yeah. What do you want them to do? I don't fucking know. And still, we I joke around about my hatred for Mojo Raleigh. And, and, it, and he got a WrestleMania moment out of it. And we make fun of Jim in my balls. And, and he's then challenger the no- for the WWE title. The Maharaja. What does that mean, Maharaja? What does that mean? It's probably something horrible. <laughs> probably. I agree. Probably. And let's <laughs> talk about recent signings, actually, and a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of the recent news. Apparently, TNA has lost another wrestler. He has officially quit. The one, the third member of De- of the tag team stable, Decay Crazy Steve, has left TNA and his. Whoa, 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 whoa! You said it wrong. 
Oh, wait, hang What's on. My apologies. Hang on. Let me tribute my our, our good friend, Salty Cameron Controversy Sinclair. Let's uh, do this right. <clears throat> wait, what kind of fuck? <laughs> okay. Well, that's what he likes to be called, Salty Cameron Controversy. Okay. That's what he'd prefer to be called. So, Cameron, so, so if you're listening, so how does we he love you, babe. He says it. <clears throat> we love you, babe. Go crazy, Steve! Damn right. But yes, it is true. Crazy. Now they're doing it again. Crazy Steve has left uh, Impact Wrestling. He has left the decay behind, and he is working a few indie dates before he officially goes off to work in NXT and WWE developmental. So we will be seeing uh, Crazy Steve, if he keeps that name, in, in NXT. And we probably won't. So what do you think? He's going to do his own thing? Is he going to keep the monster gimmick or is he going to join um is he going to join uh sanity depends depends on depends on what triple h sees on him yeah so i hope because when, when it comes to nxt triple h is the boss and it's his baby so he wants like look at alistair black he's a fucking he's fucking awesome and you and you see like bobby root he's awesome so like if you if he sees him he's probably thinking okay what could he be instead of the whole crazy clown thing? It could be, I don't know, maybe he, maybe they want him to be a clown. You never know. Like, there hasn't been a good creepy clown character in wrestling since in a really Doink. Since Doink. Remember when he was like awesome evil clown? Was evil clown Doink? Yeah, and then he turned good. And that's when shit got stupid. Yep. When he was, when he was like good creepy clown, like he was like Pennywise from It. Yes. You see that new? Did you see that new It trailer? Uh, to be honest, when I was little, I was scared to shit out of It. So when I came to like when people were like, "Oh, did you see the new trailer?" I'm like, "Nope, nope, I refuse. I am not watching it." Hey, Mikey, you want a balloon? All you gotta do is come down here. We all float down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay away, little boy. Stay away from the creepy clowns. But yes, who does not love a good creepy clown? Speaking of clowns, JBL still has a fucking job in WWE. Hashtag fire JBL. Keep it going. Indeed, indeed. If you we, we, don't, we don't care if he, we don't care if you get blocked by him because the amount of people he's blocked is pretty long. But just just do it. For those who are not in the know, Mauro Ranallo, star commentator in WWE of Parted Ways, and while he will remain under WWE contract until the 12th of August, he is going to be commentating for other shows and has been replaced on several WWE programs as JBL had been lashing out at Mauro behind the scenes and on television on Bring It to the Table, and it has been Correct. reported that apparently uh, JBL has been a notorious bully to Mauro Ranallo, has been insulting him for his, um, I believe, bipolar disorder? What the fuck that? Yeah. That and because JBL would make fun of him because PW Insider would make, you know how they give out awards. Mauro like won it, and Mario was Mauro Mario. Mauro was proud of it, and JBL was like, "You fucking moron! J Michael Cole's the best. You don't deserve it." Like that type of shit. Yeah, and, and like it is rumored. This article we just got. This is from wrestlinginc.com so again take this with a grain of salt but this does this does it actually the source is wrestling observer newsletter so again take it with and a what, grain and, of salt. and whatever they say it's true and let's uh let's keep it so again take it with a grain of salt news is subject to change but as all but the news is confirmed that apparently vince mcmahon may have had a hand in telling jbl 
to bully Morrow out of the company now. Is this probably true? Probably not. But again, this is Vince McMahon we're talking about. But let's think about it like this. Why would Mr. McMahon tell him to do that? Ha! Gay! Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, it's just because that's, Vince, Vince... That's not a valid reason. Well, true, but like Vince probably just doesn't like the guy. He probably just doesn't fit his idea of what a commentator so, should be. So, so why would he sign him? I have no clue. Hey, what Technically, Mauro now is Michael Cole's get, because Michael Cole emailed him and told him, like, you can have a job with us. So Michael Cole is the one that brought him in. They put him on SmackDown. He works. And... Like, if you're Mr. Man, just like, why would you just make people's lives miserable? If you don't want them, don't put them under a contract. Just let them go. Like, make your own people. For God's sakes, you made Tom Phillips into something. Precisely. Face fucker Tom Phillips. Mouth fuck Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Face fuck Phillips. Ta-da! Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said to the women. Ta-da! Yeah, he's sitting on like a ten interruption, and he can't wait to face fuck them or something. That was that was fucking ridiculous. I'm sitting on your head there, man. They're about to kick my ass, but I want to fuck you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> NLW. Exactly. Oh my god. Okay. But, okay. Shout out to NLW. Shout out to Next Level Wrestling and one of our favorite indie promotion of ours. If you don't know, we are friends with the guys over at Run In Radio. So shout out to Next Level Wrestling. They have awesome video packages and uh, graphics for their shows. It's like a video game. It's awesome. Yep. But, um... Shout out to them. And shout out to Pro Wrestling Magic and BCW and HOG and all those other good, good, awesome indie promotions. Speaking of which, Michael, is it time that we told people what part one of our wrestling doubleheader this past weekend consisted of? Like a mouse. B-C-W. N-L-W. No. B-C-W. No. God damn it. For those not in the know, me and Mike and the law, Ray Raymundo, who all attended Brie Combination Wrestling's World War NLW. 360. It is, there, it is a show. And Mike, we actually uh, had a, there was a big major development concerning the show right before it happened. The original guest was supposed to be TNA star and UK born Magnus, but Magnus right. could not make it due to TNA contractual appearances. So they had to get a replacement. Mike, who did they get? Shelton Benjamin. Fuck yeah, they did. They we met and we got to meet the gold standard himself this past Saturday. And sadly, and he, uh, and he, and he was nice. Uh, nice enough. He seemed like he didn't yeah. really. He wasn't in a good mood. He was like, let me, like, let me get in the ring. Let me just do my shit. Let me leave. No that's, yeah. what, that's what. That's what. That's what it felt like. Exactly. Ain't no stopping him now. And. Also, if, let's just run through this a little bit. Mike, do you care to tell the people at home, after we were regaled by the uh, Dossett tones of uh, Larry Legend singing uh, the national anthem? Which was beautiful, by the way. That was, that was beautiful. That was, uh, that was, be- that was fucking beautiful. It, 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 I told you this when he, when he finished singing. It's like, like that little kid that's at the talent show that wants to sing. That's what Larry Legend was. <laughs> Larry Legend, one hell of a one hell of a great announcer, one hell of an awesome dude. Brother, singing, you need a little work. No, it was fine. 
It was okay. I, not like I could have done any better. The dude did just a good job as he could have been. Expected. He wasn't one of these fucking assholes that fucking like, put like emphasis on the words. He just sang the goddamn song. That's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty simple. And he did. He did Mariah Carey that fucking shit. He did. Or Ariana Grande that shit. He just Larry Legend it. All right. So speaking of which, let's talk about what happened on the pre-show. You want to mention the pre-pre-show that was happening before this event even started? Okay, for those not in the know, me and Mike have been on the ground floor with a little joke that's been running throughout the indie promotion. If you've ever been to a show that serves catering, you may notice that when Larry Legend is talking about the snack bar, he'll talk about those hot, juicy wieners. But ever since... One show where people pointed that out was like, damn, that's a little perverted. He changed it to hot dogs. NLW. I am not a happy man with that. You said it once, keep saying it. But then. <laughs> yeah, BCW decided to Jesus take it Christ. a step too far. NLW. They invite out. In a good way. In it's, a good way. We they have this opening contest, and I, for the life of me, I cannot remember the names of one of these guys, and I apologize. All I saw on the guy's jacket was El Jefe. So, so we'll for, call him for, El Jefe for the sake of Ma- this review. Manny Martinez. Thank you, God. Thanks, God. Manny Martinez, El Jefe. <laughs> Thank you, Raymond. I guess he must have hacked the podcast somehow. That was weird. Yeah, but Manny Martinez. do shows. Manny Martinez took on a giant dancing man in a hot dog costume. For the, for the love of fucking Jesus. This when you first saw this, you you looked at me and you were just like, what the fuck? It's like, and then you were like overhyping it. You're like, it's a waiter! It's a big juicy waiter! Because, yeah, that's what it was. It was a big, juicy wiener. Because everybody loves the big, juicy wieners, apparently. So, yes, we successfully helped. So, Mike, in a way, you and me kind of helped this match happen. One joke can change the world. Can change the world. Now, hopefully. Hopefully. This is a one-off thing. <laughs> I hope to God. Hopefully this was a one-off thing and this guy doesn't come out as a fucking hot dog. I hope he doesn't, but yeah, that was... You know what? You know what? Fucking cheeseburger is over a shit in Ring of Honor. Fuck it. Yeah, that go, was... Go with it. Go with it. And then after that, we got the opening contest, which I believe... Let me just, we may go a little bit out of order here, but we are going to talk about the show. Just allow me to bring up the card. First of all, Michael, I got to ask you, what did you think of the show overall? It was good. It was easy to follow. There was nothing that was offensive. It was just a normal wrestling show. With the few hiccups that wasn't the wrestler's fault. And it wasn't production. It was just some things just weren't working. For instance, the fucking microphone. Yeah, the microphone issues were a big problem during this one. Here's what I think. When people grab the mic to cut promos, they immediately just like slam it or drop it. 
they should they should tend to stop doing that because I think that's kind of fucking up the mics. I completely agree. Because it's like, okay, so, so so for example, Carter grabs the mic and he cuts a promo, and all of a sudden, bang, and it bounces off off the mat into the in the fucking air. And you're just thinking, like, what the fuck? <laughs> that mic probably costs more than my fucking house. Can you stop? <laughs> yeah. So next up, we had a the first round of the four. BCW World Heavyweight Title Tournament matches we had. Speaking of Carter. We had Darius Carter taking on Rex Wallace, which was a very good match. This was very good. Once again, Darius Carter opens the show. In fact, he even made a point of mentioning that in his promo, and this was not the last we saw that night of Mr. Darius Carter. Yep. But Darius Carter wins. It was a good match. There was really nothing wrong with this. Up next, we had Ari Alvarado. Wait, 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 I want to bring up this. So, Corda grabs the mic, and he points to Peter Rosado, because apparently that's a feud. So, he grabs him, he grabs the mic, and he calls him, go back to your country, you illegal immigrant. What? <laughs> that was when, an odd thing to say. When he said that, I immediately thought of JBL. From One Night Stand, two thousand five, he said he said to this effect to Rey Mysterio, "I got a ticket, you little Mexican." <laughs> no, you gotta do it like him. I got a ticket, you little Mexican. <laughs> exactly. But up next, oh, we had gosh. Ari Alvarado versus everyone's favorite cave, everyone's favorite caveman, and uh, caveman, caveman. And and pretty much this match was only really worth it for one spot. He got his toe on the rope, and everybody started chanting toe. For the love of God. I know. Um, basic caveman match. Very good. It's just... Yeah, Marcio, I, like, not, like nothing really. If you've seen caveman wrestle before, you've seen this match, and it was good. If, you could, if, you could, if you've seen 500 caveman matches, it's the exact same one. And Caveman is very, very good. Caveman is very, very good, but this was just par for the course for him. But up next, uh, we're just going to go through these in any order we feel like. We had uh, Pinky Sanchez going one-on-one with Alvin Alvarez. And if Alvin Alvarez won, he would get a BCW contract, which why was he wrestling on the shows before that if he didn't have a contract? I don't know, but whatever. Suspension of whatever. There's a logic hole. Let's leap of logic, plot hole in wrestling, but whatever. This was a good match. This was fine. It was good. It it did feel like Pinky was a little off to you. I don't know. It's just like for some reason he was really talkative that night. I do not know. Weird, think, like, like, Pinky Sanchez is crazy as it is. I I took the funny story on the way to pro wrestling magic. I took the bus with the guy. We were sitting next to each other, and he's not this. He was pretty chill when I saw him then. So he was like. He was tearing it up out there. Not to say he was bad in the ring. Far from it. He was good as he always is. It was just yes. something seemed off about him. He seemed like he had like drunk like three coffees that night. It was insane. He was just like, I am ready. Put the biggest in front of me and I'll knock him down. So you knew something was up with Pinky Sanchez from the get-go. Yeah. But um, he was able to keep it together, whatever the fuck he did. Whatever he did, he kept it together for a 
Jinky, hey, stop. Said, Lay off the lattes, bro. Lay off ben, the lattes. you said this was match of the night for you. Uh, no, I, my match of the night was actually not a Pinky versus Alvin. Uh, my I match at the time you said that was be- that was like the best match def- thus far. Thus far, I said, but then I saw yeah. then I saw two more of the tournament matches. Let's just tackle these both now. We got to see Dan Moff go one on one with uh, part of the Goat, I believe. A uh, Riot Rays is part of the correct. Goat. And we got yes. to see the colossal Mike Law go one-on-one with CZW heavyweight champion Joe Gacy. Oh, we'll be talking about him later. Don't you worry. But yeah, two incredibly solid, hard-hitting matches, and I genuinely really enjoyed them. Dan Moff is fucking crazy, and raises for a guy of his size is really good. Yep. We Honestly, didn't mention, oh, we like didn't raise, mention uh, raise has improved a lot. Yep, we didn't mention Alvin Alvarez went over on Piki Sanchez due to shenanigans, and in these two matches, we have Dan Moff won via the DQ because the... Who damn, interfered? It, damn it, DQ. Who interfered on their behalf? Pan uh, Enterprises, I believe it's Pan, called. Pan, Pancorp, Pancorp, they did. It was like Marcos and... Uh, it was basically Mike, like Mike Laws. Um, Mike Laws possibly interfered. So yes, Dan Moff won by DQ. And was able to um, and secured the win by DQ. So he he, can, he continues in the tournament, which so, makes sense. Which makes sense because they attacked um, they attacked Moff. They didn't attack Ray's because Ray's is the one they're feuding. So they wanted to get him out of the tournament. Exactly. And then we had uh, Mike Law versus Joe Gacy, which was very very good. Highly recommend that match if they put that one up. And we also got to see. And this is where I think Mike has something to say. It was Kurt Stallion going one-on-one with Eric Jaden. Mike? I have have honestly nothing to say about this. This didn't offend me as the last fucking Eric Jaden match. This was actually good. Yeah, this was actually good. Eric Jaden and Kurt Stallion actually. There was was no sex off. There was no titties hanging out. There was no panties being thrown. No whipped cream. But I... If I could say, you know what? If I could say one thing, the women at these shows need to fucking calm their tits and sit down. Like, really? Yeah. I get, I get it. It's the, it's the gimmick of Eric, but it's like, can you calm? Down? Especially the women that have kids there, <laughs> just sitting there looking at you like, mommy, why are you throwing your underwear at him? <laughs> yeah, that was. It's like, it's like what the hell? That was a little skeevy, just a little bit. But good match, and Kurt Stallion goes over. So our first four participants to advance in the tournament are Darius Carter, Kurt Stallion, Dan Moff, and Joe Gacy. So we will see them further down the line. And up next, we had what was supposed to be a triple threat match, but unfortunately, I believe one of the participants was MIA. So we had... So the lit one, Sebastian Cage, going one-on-one with Mr. Grimm. Which, funny story, we were there with uh, Grimm, Grimm's to- GTS's own Tommy Salami and Pete Corvus, and when they heard Grimm, they thought it was their Grimm. <laughs> oh, they got so confused. They got very confused. Pete Corvus wasn't having none of this, by the way. <laughs> yep. You know what's also funny? That there was a real highlight of the night. During Egg Jaden's matches... During his match, he was in the corner and like he was like getting ready to do like a big splash, and he does that. He did that grim thing in old beast mode. All of a sudden, you just hear oh beast mode. 
from off the left, and we, we screamed that at uh, Corvus, too, and he, he screamed it back at us, which was pretty fun. Yeah, Corvus is a nice guy. He is. And he finally, and unfortunately, this is where the problems in the show start coming in, because we did have the sh- match that the whole show was based around. We had... Which, was the, which pro- was the whole point of the name of the show. The World War 360 War Games match between the Brie Cartel and Team BCW slash Team USA. This was the best match on the show. Yes. This was so much goddamn fun. Unfortunately, it was so good, it kind of killed the rest of the show. <laughs> wasted. Can, can, can you explain why? Because this match was almost 30 minutes long. That was longer than the main event. And this was positioned right before the intermission where everybody's going to be tired and probably leave thinking that was the main event. And guess what? They left. They left. But let's, let's dissect this match from beginning to end. Participants were, um, let's see here. The participants were the members of the Brie cartel, which include general Romero and I apologize. What were the other guys' names? Some Bane-looking motherfucker. There was this dude <laughs> like Bane. It was insanity. I have like the size no... of his arms. Jesus Christ! And I thought the big O was big. I know. So he was in this match too. But this dude had like this dude had like Bane arms from like Batman. You remember like the bad Batman movie, Batman and Robin? You know what's funny is I kind of liked that when I was younger. I kind of liked that movie. We all liked it when we were kids because we were stupid. But, um, yeah, this it was basically, he was a, what I saw was a luchador with big ass arms and a mask. So I was like, Bane, there you are. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. And it was just like, because I believe that the original participant in this match was originally supposed to be Ricky Reyes, I believe. I think so. I don't know. There's like so many members of this fucking group that it's like so hard to keep track, but in the end, fucking Team BCW wins. And of course, General Romero is out. He is out of, uh, is out of, uh, okay, here are the participants. It was General Romero, Frankie Flo, and uh, Ultimo Maya, and this uh, fourth participant. Versus Mike Verna, Grim Reefer, Dasher Hatfield, and the great and powerful Big O. Yeah, but um, so so can you can you explain this to me, Ben? So Team BCW win. And okay. The get the stipulation was General Romero loses, he's gone. He has to leave the building, never to come back. Why would they handcuff him to the ring ropes so he doesn't leave? I do not know that. that shouldn't, made... shouldn't, they, shouldn't they have just grabbed his ass and just threw him out the door? Yeah, probably. That probably would have been funnier. But what was funny was he was handcuffed to that ring for most of intermission, so he was just he was just trapped there. So that was kind of funny. Like while you're trying to get a beer, you just hear him screaming, "Let me out of here, you motherfuckers!" No, he was just like he was just like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, let me out the beer, muchacho." Basically, what I said was translated into what he said. <laughs> yeah. And after the, but then after this match, things kind of entered a little bit of a lull. You could tell the energy was kind of gone, and matches received some serious time cuts. Yes, including the women. 
Bay Jackson versus Candy Cartwright was, well, the length of Mike, how do you put it? A fart. It was the length of a fart. Yeah, it was the length of a fart. And And I feel bad. Because these two could have done such a good match, and they weren't given any time to do it. It was like as soon as Faye and Candy got in the rings, they they ran the ropes. All of a sudden, they hit the finish, and that's over. It's like, wait, what? It just it didn't even get started. Exactly, it was very very confusing. You know what? The fucking angle they did after the match was longer than the damn match. Yeah, exactly. Nikki Adams comes out, turns heel, and they form a brand new stable. So I was just like, that's. That's kind of so, crazy. So it's Nikki Adams, Candy Cartwright, and who's the other woman? Brittany Savage, I think her name was. I believe so. See. Yeah. Mm, thank you, Ray. Wherever he is, Ray is looking down on us somewhere. He, he died? <laughs> no, but he's always in our <laughs> Ray Mundo is looking down on us. <laughs> is he, yes, is he from dead? His, from what his happened? Law, from his law office. It's very high up. It's a very tall building. Oh, I, I get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, Mike, I get it. I don't, I don't get it. it. <laughs> oh, this little John Shrun. From, from, from his law offices, Jesus Christ. Is Jesus there with him? <laughs> no. See, see what you <laughs> I get it. Hey, Zeus. I don't get it. <laughs> By the way, guys, John Tron. We're so. big fans of John. Oh, John Tron, you white, you racist bastard, but I love you. Who said he was racist? Oh, he said some very, very, very white nationalist things on the Twitters and the YouTubes. So. Oh, oh, okay. He's one of those guys who I'm like, yeah, you're really damn funny, but I wouldn't hang out with you. So he put his foot in his mouth? Little bit, yeah. He did apologize for it, and it was sincere, but yeah, he said some weird shit. But we're not that kind of show, so let's cap off talking about BCW with the main event of the evening. It was the Gold Standard versus the Green Machine. It was the former WWE United States Intercontinental and Tag Team Champions, Shelton Benjamin versus one of the hottest rising stars in NYC. It is the Green Machine, the elite Mike Orlando, not accompanied by Miss New York this time. That was interesting. Yeah, I assume she was like busy, but it was it was fine. Like it didn't have to be with her, but the match was fine. Match was good. It, I liked long, it a lot what more. Was the time than, limit fifteen minutes, and they just went exactly the fifteen minutes. Yeah, exactly. I don't even think there was a conclusion. It got stopped via by a countout. But there was a point in the match where Shelton Benjamin striked Orlando in the face with an elbow and busted was, him wide open. I was like. Yes! Yes, there's color! Yes! Somebody actually bladed for real! But apparently that was not a blade job. Apparently that was an accident. For real! Apparently that was a horrible fuck-up, apparently. But hey, hey, it looked good. It did look very good and added to the drama of the match. And after the match, um, Darius Carter came out and started beating down Mike Orlando... And then Shelton Benjamin and Mike Orlando knocked him right on his ass. So I'm thinking we're going to be seeing Darius Carter and Mike Orlando feuding in the near future. Hey, by the way this tournament looks, they might be facing each other in the semis. We'll certainly see what happens moving forward. So pretty much that does it for BCW 
World War 360, ultimately a weaker show than One Year Anniversary, which I actually quite liked quite a yes, bit. One Year Anniversary was much better. But this was still an immensely entertaining show, and it's showing that they are improving every show as a um, as a promotion. Hey, think of their next show. They have Willie Mack coming in. That's right. And ladies and gentlemen, since we plugged them once, let's do it again. Let's plug Brie Combination Wrestling. We're going to do it right. Let's do it the right way. Hang on here. Let me just get the proper the proper information right here. So, Mike, while I'm searching for this, Mike, how about take us through what you thought of the show overall? Uh, good show. Um, it was weird how the show started late. It was like 8 o'clock and nothing happened yet, but that's fine. That's not um, common for... Uh... Yeah. Mat- matches were good. There were some of them I missed. I missed like three because I was at the bar. But, um, but I was able to catch a glimpse of it. It was good. Um, I was disappointed that the women didn't get a chance to show off because I know that's what BCW wants to do. But um, and by the looks of this uh, world title tournament, it's hopefully it, I'm looking forward to it. It's shaping up to be something immensely special. Like my opinion of the show overall, I thought that the first half was by far the better half. Exactly, because I think the World War 360 like got everybody spent. Yeah, because it was a it was a spot fest like no other, but it was an immensely entertaining spot fest. So, yeah, yeah. it was good. It was definitely a good show overall, but but um, it had it had its fair share of problems here and there. But overall, we are going to give out of ten, we are going to give BCW World War Three Sixty a seven point five out of ten. I'd say seven. Still a passing grade, and definitely check it out once you start. And remember, you and like since we now have it right here, let us plug the next Brie Combination Wrestling Show right now for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to catch the next Brie Combination Wrestling Show, it is going to be May the twenty sixth at seven o'clock. The doors open eight p.m. bell time at the world famous Queensboro Elks Lodge, eighty two twenty. Queens Boulevard, Elmhurst, New York, 11373. Tickets available now at eventbrite.com or by calling 347-446-5142. It is a champion will rise, starring all your favorite BCW stars, Darius Carter, Mike Orlando, Eric Jaden, Faye Valentine, The Big O, Sonny Kiss, Rex Lawless, Mike Verna, Alvin Alvarez, and of course their special guest, Willie Mack. Ladies and gentlemen, come on down for some amazing indie wrestling. It's four days before my birthday. Oh, yes, happy, and again, happy, I can't, well, not yet, we'll wish you happy birthday when we get there, but I'm looking forward yeah. to something like that. You're about to wish me happy birthday now, motherfucker. Yeah, because birthdays are awesome. I'm going to get you a good birthday present. Aw, We'll have you. a party. Ray, stop it. Shh. I don't know where he comes from. It's insane. It's like he's watching us somehow. Like he knows. I'm a nigga. God damn it. Every time. My DJ's favorite sound drop. It is his favorite. Honestly, if you people that listen to the show, you should know by now who the fuck the DJ is. If you're not, you're a good boy. You really are. You should really know who this is by now, but we'll keep it a secret for the sake of uh, transparency and for the sake K-fabe, of... Kayfabe, motherfuckers. For the sake of kayfabe. But let me tell you, when we get to episode 100... Who knows? Maybe maybe the DJ shall reveal himself. Or maybe maybe, maybe 50. 
Maybe who knows? But that all that all depends on. Oh wait, that all depends on what uh, is up to what he wants to do. But we certainly appreciate his efforts. So a big round of applause for the always exuberant DJ. Love you, long time. Wait, did he change you his name to something else? DJ Friendship. You DJ suck. Friendship. <laughs> <laughs> We're the fucking general admission wrestling podcast. So tell you what, we are going to take a brief commercial break, try and wrangle our guest, and unfortunately, if he can or can't make it, we'll certainly update you after the break. But for right now, let's do a little commercial right here, and then we'll cut to commercial Mike. If you weren't there for the sh- the next show we're going to talk about, HOG World Rising, you may not have noticed that we debuted some brand new merch at that show. Isn't that right? Yes, Ben. And you can get it at tpublic.com slash general admission wrestling podcast but let's tell them exactly what we got for them if you go to our tpublic.com page you can find a whole brand our classic general admission wrestling podcast logo designs in all different shapes and colors and we also have the brand new cartoon caricature design and of course we just debuted these for the hog show which we had a special appearance by the nwo our brand new black and white and red and black NWO classic and Wolfpack themed shirts. You can go pick those up for 20 bucks plus shipping at tpublic.com slash general admission wrestling podcast. Go on, support the show. And if you send, and don't forget to post it on the social medias and hashtag it GAWP nation. And we will make sure that you appear on a, appear via, via photo on our next live stream. Yeah. And also if you don't want to buy a shirt, they have it in our notebooks, and I know most of you are go to school right now, so buy a fucking notebook with a logo on it. I want you to buy a fucking notebook. We also got them phone cases, mugs, GAWP the coloring book, GAWP the toilet paper, GAWP the flamethrower. The kids love this one. GAWP blow up dolls. Wait, no. No, no, no. No? No. No, bad boy. GAWP. G- the merchandise, where the real money from the podcast is made. So definitely check out our tpublic.com page. What money? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we're make- we are making zero duggets off this show. Zero duggets. Not a duggit to be found. Aww. No duggets for us, unlike King Ross. No duggets. So you want to go on break and figure out what the fuck <laughs> is happening with our ghost? Yeah, let's go solve- Let's go sort the shit out. And if worse comes to worse, we will wait a little while. And then re-record the we'll record the rest after we wrangle our guests. But we will be right back with more of the general admission wrestling podcast. We will see you guys in a little bit. And Mike, tell us who tell tell us who our fine sponsors are tonight. I never know who the fucking sponsor is, so stop telling me to say it. Exactly. See you in a bit. Take a listen to our sponsor. to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. This is Avenging Ben. And don't forget, you can follow us on the social medias, on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagrams. You can follow us on Facebook at the 
general admission podcast, type it like it's spelled. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the GAWP show. Once again, Twitter, Instagram, same address at the GAWP show. And now remember, where can you may be wondering, where can I find this wonderful radio show? Where can I find it to put on my audio device and take it with me anywhere I go? Where, where can I find it if I want to listen to it while I'm on the train or while I'm taking a dump? Whatever, we're not ones to judge. Remember, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Podtastic, and soon to be many more formats. And of course, you can always subscribe to the newly christened General Admission Wrestling Podcast YouTube page. Content soon to be coming. Follow us there at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast YouTube page. You can click that subscribe button. And once again, follow all that lovely social media. And to all of you who are out there, don't forget to buy a t-shirt at our tpublic.com store slash General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We have two new NWO themed designs out and a caricature cartoon design for the youngins. And don't forget that we are going to be we are going to be at the Queensboro Elks Lodge this Saturday night for FPW Boulevard of Broken Dreams. You can find the information at the Fight the World Wrestling Facebook page. And we are going to be at the NYC Arena in Jamaica, New York on May the 27th for HOG Adrenaline, featuring appearances by the American Nightmare Cody Goddamn Rhodes. Recent the most recent top prospect winner, Leo fucking Rush. And of course, you will be seeing both former ROH competitors, former NW, NW, New Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions and current and former ROH Tag Team Champions, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish in House of Glory action. Don't forget, check us there at the NYC Arena for House of Glory Adrenaline featuring Cody Rhodes, Leo Rush, and Red Dragon. It's going to be one hell of a show. And don't forget to follow the General Admission Wrestling Podcast and as whole milk Mike would say, don't forget to join the madness. And now let's hear a little bit more from, from our lovely sponsors. to bring you a special report. Are you a fan of Whole Milk Mike or Avenging Ben or Ray Ray Mundo? Then they'll be at the KFC immediately following next Saturday's event with the purchase of the new Woo! Crispy! Woo! Tangy! Woo! Honey Mustard Barbecue Flavored Georgia Gold Chicken! You can get one of them to sign your rapper, maybe, if you ask politely. Hi, it's Vince with ShamWow. This is for the house, the car. A regular towel doesn't work wet. This works wet or dry. It holds 20 times its weight in liquid. Cuts the job in half. Doesn't drip. Doesn't make a mess. Wring it out. You wash it in the washing machine. Here's some cola. Wine, coffee, pet stains. Not only is the damage going to be on top, there's your mildew. That is going to smell. Look at this. Put on the spill. Turn it over. Without even putting any pressure, 50% of the cola. I guess we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I guess we're now sponsored by ShamWow. Wow. Wow. Mike, what kind of dealings did you have to do to get us the Sham Wow endorsement? Uh, don't ask me. Talk to the DJ. Eh, fair enough. I don't know whose dick he had to suck. Mm. But, of course, we now have a very special guest with us here in the studio live via Skype. It is... Wait, hang on. Just Wait a minute. That's not... Wait a minute. Mike, Mike I thought you said we were getting Matt tonight. Hey. I think we, I, I thought we did. 
Wait, Matt, wait, wait, say, wait, wait Matt, wait, I can't it, quite wait, make wait, you out. Matt, I can't quite make you out. Matt, are you there? Ladies and gentlemen, back on the GAWP show, it is Matt the Daddy Coffler. So, Matt, how are you doing tonight? Got stuck on the train, but I'm here. Uh, um, Matt, Matt, are you, you sound okay? A little, you sound a little different. You feeling okay, buddy? You got a cold? Just a little. Just the weather. Uh, too much being too much time being a being a daddy. Okay, fuck it. That's it. That's it. Wait a minute. It's <laughs> you're not Matt Koffler. You're you're. It's me, the Law Ray Ramundo. Oh my God! Of course. How could we have? Fought? Okay, it's obviously clear. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not even, we're not honestly, Ray. We're not even surprised by this point. This has become the norm for you. Yeah, I'm the. So, so Ray, can you do this for me again? What does a white guy sound like to you? Sounds. I don't know. I tried something. Can you do it again? No. <laughs> I wasted my time for you people. Now I'm here. Go on with the show. Well, okay. Hey. Since, well, the good news. The good news is sad. The bad news is, unfortunately, I don't think Matt can join us tonight. But. I'm sure he'll be on again soon, but for the time being, Ray, you were also in attendance for HOG New World Rising. Yes, I was. Okay. We are about to tread on some very, very delicate territory. Would you agree, Mike? Correct, my good uh, friend. Okay. For, we get all the time a common insult we've gotten from a few short- You guys are such HOG dick suckers. Can you stop defending them? Yeah, we're, this is one thing that me and Mike have been called since starting the show almost 30 weeks ago, Jesus Christ. It, all the way back in September, we have been hyping up one indie promotion more oh, kindly than others, and it's HOG, because shit, they put on really good shows. Yep. Yes. But, and I'd like to think- Ray, you can't talk. You do it every month. <laughs> I'd like to think that we have been I'm mute now. fair. I'd like to think that we have been very fair to HOG shows, even Correct. when even when there's flaws here and there. But we still manage to say something positive about them every time. Correct. Constructive for the, criticism. For the first time ever, I'm going to say this, and for the love of God, I, this doesn't help me because. We happen to be very good acquaintances with a lot of the ladies and gentlemen who work at this promotion, so they could... NLW. Not NLW, it's HOG. Fucking stop that. But, no. A lot of the people at these promotions are tight with us, and so we'd like to say, don't murder us. (laughs) You're gonna die. Yeah. Yay! So, So, Mike, so... So, Mike, I got to ask you, before we just get into it, I got to ask you, were you excited for this show at all going into it? Hmm. I would say a little. But, unfortunately, we do have to be truthful on this show. That's what we do best. It's what we've built this show on. It's the one principle we have is being truthful about our opinions, what's going on in our lives, and being honest with you guys, the viewers at home. And let it be clear. If you liked the show, more the power to you. I'm sure many of you did. But Mike, right. on count of three, let's say it and just get out of the way. One, two, three. We didn't we like, didn't like it. it. Like it. 
Now, this was quite possibly one of the bigger bombs that HOG has had in a while, at least in my eyes. For hog standards, it was low. Very low. Not to say anything on it was right right now out and out bad. Nothing was bad. It was just when I like go to me, like, like me and me and Ben are comparing it to the other shows from this past year. Like that's what we're doing. Which seems only fair because they have been on a, a very impressive hot streak of good shows. Right. Which was good. This show right. felt like to and me like on set, and then Saturday just like. Like it was like it was going up that cliff, like, and then all of a sudden, it was like it just like took a bumpy road. Yeah, I wouldn't say it completely plummeted off a cliff, but yeah. it was a rocky. It was a rocky trip from start to finish for this show. So let's go through it match by match, and let's talk right. about it. So instead of just writing out saying we didn't like it and leaving it at that, let's go through it match by match, and all and all of us give our piece on what we liked and what we didn't like. First off, we'll start it off on a positive note. We, we had a tag team match between the Super Savages, Montequilla, and Caveman versus the team of Chris Seaton, Smooth Blackmon, the New York Wrecking Crew with Matthew Ryan Shapiro. Wait, Smooth Blackmon? Black 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 That's how it's spelled on Facebook. He's a Digimon now, Ben. God. Another reason for them to kill you. That's how his name is. It's black. <laughs> it's black, man. But it's just with an O. God. Is he Jamaican now? Hey, my name is Jamaican. It's Black Man. Hello, Man. Jamaican. No. Please don't kill me. Chris Seaton. Who's that Black Man? Chris Seaton already wanted. Already wants me dead. I don't need Bruce. I don't need Smooth Blackman think wanting me dead too. Yeah. That so man. Black Martin, so Black Martin season first. Who's that? Pokemon. It's Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pikachu. It's Pikachu. It's Crew. It's Pikachu. Crew. Fuck you. <laughs> oh Who's that God. Pokemon. It's Pikachu. It's Matthew Ryan Shapiro. Fuck you. So the name hey, of the another, episode. Hey, another another legal aid. There you go. So I think. <laughs> We can all agree this was the name one. of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? Blackmon. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We're, we we will get flagged immediately. But just to Blackmon Digivolve, dude. Just to make up for that, let's just say for the record, this was a crazy good match. This was great. It was good. Yep. Tag team super good good tag teams. They do amazing work together, and they should. It's just like. I, I can almost think that they say to each other, hey, uh, hey, New York Wrecking Crew, let's just make money forever because we're really good at this. <laughs> they almost just, killed the Savages, though. They did. <laughs> yes. So, yes, it was a great match. You have, uh, you have the Super Savages, who really have the Lucha style mastered to a point at the right now. They, they, they're great luchadors. See. Correct. And you have the New York Wrecking Crew, which have mastered that old-school technical... Just baller style, and they they've oh, done it very well. I and thought of you course, were gonna say they mastered the Digimon stuff because it's Digimon <laughs> digital monsters. Yeah, so that was that's that was that was. Who's that it's Pikachu. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, die, God. God, man. I love that joke. But oh, still, great God. match. Just what you'd expect from these guys. So one of the highlights of the night, and we would go on to the next match right away. But unfortunately. 
I have a there, was, there was an incident it between you there. and somebody else. All right. For those not oh, bullshit. Ben came <laughs> with hands to himself. God, this is why I, me and Mike. I, I didn't lay a fucking finger on this guy. Okay, <laughs> I didn't lay a fucking finger on him. Let me tell you what happened. You, you practically <laughs> provoked him. Super savages lose to Wrecking Crew, and yep. as they're leaving, I look to my left and right, and I notice three gentlemen in V for Vendetta masks are making their way down these stairs. And then right. I notice one of these men has a red mohawk and a tank top on, and I'm like, oh shit, it's House of Gangone. They come in and hit some really impressive new finishing moves on Super Savages, so that was pretty cool. Mike, when did we call it a triple back body tr- Yes, yeah. that, that was ridiculous. That does <laughs> a triple back body Yeah, because me and Mike are on the line to meet the outsiders, we like and that's our point there, of view. We were standing there, and we were, and once they hit that, I just we look at each other like, Triple back body job. <laughs> and then, but here's the thing. The basic DDT for, those not, fuck. for those not in the know, I have been very vocal on social media and on this show of my opinions of this little cult that Anthony Gangone is running. And uh, he took my one of my bros, Toasty Tom, and corrupted and twisted his mind. He is now Thomas Ben, Holton. he didn't corrupt him. He finally awoken him. I'm trying to save you too, Ben. Fuck. Awaken, y'all, can fuck right y'all can fuck Smiling right off. Next. Y'all can Ray. fuck right Ray. off with that Kool-Aid yes. drinking bullshit. You can Ray. fuck right off with that Kool-Aid drinking bullshit. Is get, all you have to do is take away the beer. That's all you have to do. You can fuck Just right awaken. off with that shit. Just and here's what happens. <laughs> here's what happens. They are to leave. They're about to leave. And they're walking by the exit ramp. I run up to the barricade and I scream right in Thomas Oden. I point at him. I say, you fucking sold out. You broke my heart. You turned your back on everything you fucking believed in, you fuck. And he what looks, did he do? He comes up to me with rage in his eyes, grabs me by the fucking shirt, pulls me in close, screams in my face, don't tell me what to fucking do, and then throws me down with the force of a fucking freight train. You deserve it. And the whole fucking place is looking at this in fucking shock. People, honest to God, thought I had gotten assaulted. You deserved it. Two people. Two people. You deserved it. Hey, two people come up to me and start helping me up. And then I immediately have to flash the thumbs up at everybody. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay, everybody. And the whole place starts chanting, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. Okay, now you must be. Mike, do you want to give our view from it? Because, God. You, you, you can say it. So me and Mike are just standing there. We're like, wait. Oh, shit. It's Ben. I'm like, what did Ben Yay. do now? <laughs> we kind of wish we were there because we wanted to see this up close because you just got killed by Toasty Tom. Right. Thomas oh. Oden. Like, really? <laughs> I kind of glad we live, you we provoked, leave Ben alone for one goddamn minute. And you provoked Thomas Oden. He God, fucking had it coming, the fucking sellout. He almost started shit. a fucking riot. And uh, then, sure enough, he kept that going the rest of the show. He spit, we'll get into that. He spit his gum at me. He said <laughs> I had no friends. You don't. 
Wow, fuck you. Fuck you, right there, buddy. What are we, chopped liver? Yeah, fuck off, man. I have tons of It's just kayfabe. We're not friends with him. Remember that. (laughs) Fuck off, you. There's no we. (laughs) Hey, hey, Ray, let me ask you something. How's heel turn going? Thomas, yeah. spit at him again, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah so right. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. But yeah, up next we had a... Love you too, Ben. <laughs> and up next we had a female tag team match, I believe. No, it was the... Uh, oh, wait, my mistake. My mistake. It was Leroy we, we, Green. We, we had the promo. Oh, yeah. Okay. We thought talking we, about we the show... We have to mention this. We thought talking about this show was going to be hard enough. Little did we know we would have to tackle this again in the span of a few weeks. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to. <laughs> what we're about to talk about involves a very sensitive subject that was on the news recently. If you follow our show, I think you know what we're leading to. And if this kind of thing bothered you or offended you, trust me, it's perfectly well-founded. But we're just going to give our honest thoughts on it. For those not in the know, the original match going in House of Glory... And the poster was released, so this was true. This was true. It was originally supposed to be Ken Broadway versus Rude Boy Riley. Now, for obvious reasons, that match didn't happen. Now, Ken Broadway, who is an amazing talent, we absolutely love Ken Broadway. Correct. Good God, the the seismic pop that that dude got was When he came out. And quite honestly, even though I kind of have a problem with what he said, he still got a pop for it. So clearly, where where we and others were maybe offended, others were not. So you know what? Whatever is your cup of tea. Whatever, more power to you. Yeah. Ken had to reference this in a weird way. So if you're asking the question, should he have referenced this at all? Uh, no, probably shouldn't have. But what did he say exactly? Tell the people. Something, now for the record, it was loud, it was this weird big place, I couldn't make out what he said word for word, but essentially he made a joke about how while he and others were here at the wrestling show playing with the big boys, Rude Boy Riley was off playing with the little boys. So reference when Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are in the room. Yeah. So, I'm in two minds about this. It is way too soon to be making a joke about this. Mm. But, on the other hand, I see where the idea came from. It gets, right. it, it gets him heat in a big way. I'm just thinking, if you were going to make a joke like this, you've got to wait a max of, like, six months. It's barely been a month yet, so... <clears throat> That's the thing, though, Ben. It's... It's not going anywhere, so it's kind of like, is it ever going to be the right time to speak you're on damn, this? You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. That's my opinion. Yeah, I kind of see where he was going with it, but hey, it got him a reaction. To each their own. We personally yeah. were not. I didn't find it funny. I'll just but say But like that. we said, we are big fans of Ken Broadway, and we are also big fans of the man he was cutting a promo with. Mr. Leroy Green, who is uh, vying for his opportunity at the Crown Jewel Championship. But unfortunately, Ken pushed out again and put another challenge in Leroy Green's way. He, re- he recruited indie favorite Kyle the Beast to be his bodyguard tonight and stomped yes. the merciless shit out yes. of Leroy Green. 
and Kyle the Beast made his HOG debut. Now, to be fair, this this was a decent match, but I it felt was, it, it was more of a squash. Really, it was more of a squash than anything else, and the ending was kind of weird. He killed Leroy. He did kill Leroy. But I I understood the finish. Kyle the Beast wins. But he's a beast, so he can't control himself. So he continues to beat the shit out of Leroy. So the ref changes his decision. Now, I'm not a fan of that because that's bullshit. But what can you do, really? I, I just don't like that type of thing. It's so stupid. Yeah. Well, it's kind of it, it's it was kind of good because at least Leroy is still undefeated. But that, yeah, but, but that but that's the either you should have just had him win by a fluke or just don't do that finish at all. So you mean just like a basic roll up would have done it for you? Or a count out. Well yeah, the thing was he did lose at the last show, but he wasn't the one who was pinned. So as far as like continuing his not being pinned streak It's still alive. It's still alive. And even his single streak, because he hasn't been pinned one on one. So he still so we'll counts. Leroy is definitely evolving into a really great babyface, but I still feel we need, like, one really great showing from him to really, really believe in him as a main eventer. We need one... We need his big Daniel Bryan, I am not the weakest link moment, where he proves this guy can really go. Wait a second. Speaking of really big, you guys forgot the really big Brian Burgundy promo. To open. Yeah. Oh, yeah, why the fuck wasn't Brian Burgundy on the show? This was another problem we had with the show. There were a lot of dudes just mysteriously absent from the show. A lot of noticeable people missing. Where the fuck was, where the fuck was Matt Travis? Where was fucking e- Where was fucking Smiley? Where was fucking Draconis? Where was Bones? Where was Brian Burgundy? Where was TJ where was Marconi? TJ? Where was TJ? So many noticeable omissions from the show, and I was just like, you leave out Brian Burgundy, who's arguably one of the most overdues at your show for a for a Big Daddy Cruz match, and I'm like, I like Big Daddy Cruz, but I don't think he's getting as big a reaction as Leroy. I mean, as big a reaction as Brian. Right. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. weird. A lot of guys were missing. A lot of crucial guys. Like, we're not saying like it's a bad thing. Like, you could save certain guys, but. I just felt like for this show, it was it was meant to be something big, and like you're missing like the big players. Yeah, it kind of felt underwhelming a little bit. Yeah, but uh, you were talking about Big Daddy Cruz. Let's talk about this gimmick he's doing. The old, the quickest way to get me to not care about a wrestler is to give him the "I'm too sexy for myself" gimmick. So, no Ricky Martin fan, but Not a Ricky Martin fan. The smooth operator, Big Daddy Cruz. Oh, yeah, gosh. listen, Big Daddy Cruz is a really talented guy, but this he's gimmick He's a nice is... guy when you meet him, but... Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a mensch. He's awesome, but not not the best not the best uh, gimmick for him. And uh, I think it's Sasha, Sasha Jenkins makes it work. A little bit better for him but yeah this was this was again another match that was decent but on a top tier show really didn't have a place 
And if you if you think about it, this match was probably built on from the last show. Weren't they partners with like Violet and Sonya? So as far as like having yep. a reason to exist, the yeah. match did have a reason to exist. But I'm just like, there are other things you could have developed in its place. But I'm like, I get why they did it, but I just wasn't a big wasn't a big fan of it. You know what I would have liked? I would have liked at least like at least one vignette of like Big Daddy Cruz like like talking, like promoting this match at least, and just like I don't know, like, like a scenario where like he sees like the stuff like he wears for his entrance, and then like he gets an idea. He's like, maybe, maybe I have a chance. Like I don't know, like something. Well, like, it kind of started at the last show when he kissed Sonya, so it's like, okay, yeah, it's but also there. like. I would have liked, like to see a promo. Like at least I want to see him talk. I want to see if he can have has a talking ability. Mm. But like once the music hits, he just comes out like he did. It just gives people roses. It's like, like where did this come from? It's like now I missed the last hog show. So when this, when he came out like this, I was like, is there something I missed? Probably. No, he didn't. Like, it, it didn't change at the last show. The last show he was still. Like Big Daddy Cruz, he was still a dominant force, but he kind of it's those snippets. Like I said, he kissed Sonya, so I guess that's being a smooth operator if that's the gimmick, right? So it's like it's it was a change happening. Yeah, I would have well, another debut happened during this match. Don't forget that another debut of a model looking type. (laughs) Well, apparently, I've asked, I, I, here's the problem. I had to ask people around who the guy's name was. And what I got was Romeo Romano. Yep. And then I asked them, who's the girl he's with? And they're like, oh, I know her personally, but I don't know her name. But I'm like, okay, so basically basically I'm looking at something (laughs) that I don't know what the fuck, what it is. We were all a little bit befuddled by that. But let's go back in order a bit. We had Leroy Green versus Kyle the Beast, and then we had Sonya Strong, Willow Nightingale versus Violet and it's her Sumi, mystery. It's Subi Sakai. Yep. Listen, before we say what we're going to say, we want to emphasize we are big fans of all the women in this match. Except that, for one, Subi. That being said... I, ha- I hate to say this because, trust me, just last month I said Sonya Strong and Rachel Ellering put on one of the best matches at Pro Wrestling Magic. Right. I don't know what it was, whether it was just the stipulation, the amount of time where they were given, or the kind of match this was. This was, I expected a lot better from these women. It felt for you, didn't it, Ben? <laughs> the match just fell flat. It felt, it felt, it felt. That and the fact that it just kept going. Going. If there was a match that actually didn't did need a little bit of a bit of time snipped off of it, it was this one. Yeah, I felt it felt like like what's the match? Like there was like a few teases that it was going to be over with, but it's like okay, like you could have just ended it there. It would have been fine. Yeah. Did you honestly, know who Sumi Sakai was before this show? I did not know who she was. I knew who when she I was because s- I've seen her on Women of Honor. Yeah, when I saw her, I was like. Oh, this is a good partner, though. Yeah. But how it was old, like... How old is she? Like, fucking 30? Uh, I have no clue. <laughs> she looked she go fucking 30. She's a veteran, I'll say that. Yeah. So, yeah, that match was a little bit of a disappointment. But then, after that, we got... The Big Day Cruise thing, which we just mentioned. 
And then after that, we did get our HOG. Actually, before that, we got a segment with the two dudes this show was based around. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash had a little interaction with Hank Flanders and the Glory Foundation. Mike, we are going to say something else that is going to piss people off. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Mike, on the count of three, say it with me now. One, two, three. Fuck the NWO. Fuck the NWO. What? Yep. I thought they were the thing that they were the reason. You're not done. That's it. I'm done. I'm leaving the show. No, we loved the NWO back in the goddamn 90s when they were cool and awesome. Not these two uh, clearly disinterested, clearly bored, clearly fed up old men who could not have given two shits about where they were that night. You suck. Okay, this is their opinion. Okay, I still love you guys. (laughs) Okay. No, shut up. And to add to that, not only did they show up. Now, I'll give them this. The Uber was late. So they obviously weren't in a good mood going into this. But the segment that they put them in, what the fuck are they doing? Flanders, who we just had on the show a few weeks ago, he was walking around with his petition, and he was getting a bit over. It was working. People were signing it. So he's in the ring, and he's trying to say, listen, motherfuckers, if I don't get my title shot, it's bullshit. I have a petition that says I do. That the NWO come out. Now, Flanders calls them old men, which is true. A fair assessment. Which is, which is not but a But it was a lie. bad idea for Flanders. But <laughs> then you get Kevin Ass choking him for an awkwardly long period of time. It's like, we get it. He just calls you old. Let him go. And then, I think like, that was starts, kind of a shoot. <laughs> but then he's like, he's, like, he's like cutting a promo on him. And then it's like, Okay, so let him go. And then he just like falls out of the ring. And I'm like, I just watched like a burial. Basically. <laughs> I just watched, I just watched I'm not blaming Hog for this. I'm blaming Kevin Ash for this. Yeah, just fuck off, big sexy. Fuck you. So yeah, this match, mm-hmm. this match, this match what was, was What not was the fun. point of this? Yeah, and on top of that, they said, every time we come out here, it's like we're reliving the old days. Because New York is NWO country, and I'm like, no, it's fucking not. Since fucking no, it's when? Because it was New shit. York that the curtain call happened. I you could you replace. You could have replaced talk. it. You could have replaced New York with fucking Michigan, or you could have replaced New York with fucking Wichita or fucking Los Angeles or some shit, and it's, it would have been the same. It's a fucking Atlanta thing. Atlanta is NWO country. Simple. But the curtain call... Whatever. I'm trying to defend the NWO. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. There's no defending this. There's, I'm not blaming... Like I, like I said before, I am not blaming House of Glory for this. I am blaming Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Now, I don't know what was supposed to happen or this was a, a sudden change... But it felt like it felt too. It felt like a shoot. It like, felt you know like what I mean? a shoot. It kind of did, and yeah. Isn't that the point, though, wrestling to make it feel like. Wait, overall, it's actually fighting. 
overall, it just didn't feel right to me because that's when it dawned on me that this was an autograph signing first and a wrestling show second. Right. So meet and greet, fell over. <laughs> not a not not a good segment, and what a waste of good Hank Flanders, who deserves better. Right. So yeah, not a fan of that. But up next, we actually did get. A decent match. We had the HOG Crown Jewel Championship match. It was Ken Broadway facing off against Matt, the Bad Apple, Matt McIntosh. Now, was this a good match? Yes. Right, yes, yes. yes. But was it as good as Ken Broadway's past matches? No. It was... It was, was Ken would I'll say, say it started off bad. Yes. Started off kind of weak, and then it progressively got better. Oh, let me handle this one, because you know how to get over in New York City? You know how to get over with the New York crowd? By telling them you're from New Jersey. <laughs> Wrong move, oh, number God. one. Wrong like, move. We get it. He, you're he, a wrestle he, pro guy. Just don't he, mention He grabs the mic. He says, now, you guys are going to boo me. I'm thinking, oh, God. But I'm from New Jersey. But I love New York. No, 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 no. You just ruined it, buddy. You need to shut the like, fuck up. He should have flipped his words. I love New York. But, but I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> I think that would have saved them the booze. No, they still would have bowled Worst babyface promo <laughs> I've ever heard. Oh, God. Please don't book somebody from Boston. That would be worse. So, yeah. This match, no, was, this match was only just okay. So, unfortunately, there's that. But it ended It ended good, and uh, Ken goes over, as he should. But, yeah, n- not, not one of Ken Broadway's stronger showings, in my opinion, at least. I got to admit, there was a spot in this match where Matt McIntosh was chopping Broadway outside the ring, and he chopped the shit off the ring post. And that shit and looked his, like it sucked. And, and, and the sound was, oh, my God. God, I'm I thought he broke his, his hand. Was, I thought his hand was broken too. I was like, "What the? F-? Like, go back to Jersey and fix it. Go back." I was like, what "David Adams, f- take him back to WrestlePro. Pat Buck's gonna be pissed." Oh God, that was God. so. That was it one of the. It, it was decent. It's not bad match. It was a decent one of the better matches of the night. But then after this, we did get our tag team extravaganza. Oh, I'm not talking about this. Tag team matches. We got, unfortunately, EYFBO due to contractual appearances to TNA because they are the current TNA tag team champions as part of LAX. They could not make it, so unfortunately, (laughs) the match had to be changed to Private Party versus Psychosis and Super Crazy. Oh, those old fucks could go fuck right off, too. God damn it, Mike. They did <laughs> not give... They did not give... I had a nice two, conversation with them after the show. They were very listen, nice. I don't care. They, these two did not give two shits when they wrestled. They were practically just standing there, taking the move, and what then just moving mean? to the next spot. They actually... For two old guys, I'll say that. They were, okay, they are okay I'll guys, say this. But they still Super were crazy, able to move. Come on. Super crazy at the beginning was good. But when it came to psychosis, Jesus Christ... He could still hang. He was. They were trying to put over the private party. Let's say that. Dude, my fucking two eyes. Two younger were, guys. My eyes were wide open, and I just saw psychosis doing like a two step into the next spot, and then a three step to the right. Ridiculous. 
because the younger guys are the ones that have to do the high-flying stuff. They can still move, but at the end of the day, they are the older guys and the veterans, so they're expecting guys like Quinn, guys like Cassidy, for them to do the higher spots. Super Crazy okay. still did some spots. We can't okay, lie but, about that. But, Ray, you just said it. They're the, they're the veterans of this situation, so if... It was basically drop kicked to fucking psychosis. He just stands there and then just falls out the ring. Like, take a back bump. Like, why are you just like moving? Like, why are you moving awkwardly? So, Private Party wins. A lot of it was Lucha style that they were getting out of there. So, Private Party wins, and then psychosis, in a fit of anger, throws a fucking garbage can. Great. (laughs) I didn't see that. That got me excited. He fucking threw a garbage can full of streamers. Oh, God. Yeah, that was weird. Not exactly the best match. It was a good match, though. I did have a nice convo with them after the show. Very respectful guys. I bet they are, but... <laughs> just no. Just didn't please you. As they, now, well, would have worked with you. The only you know, positive think? I could say about this match was Psychosis had his mask on. That's Let's do the what if, Mike. If it would have been EYFBO versus Mexico. It would have been fine. Mm. I don't know. It worked. It was a good spot for for private party that was like I was gonna say like a neck breaker swan song style. Yeah, it was a good like finish. that was that was not the strongest. I think private party are in kind of a rut because there was this time where they used to have the best matches on the show and sadly they've been kind of a lull lately. I think that the whole I think that sadly the whole party gimmick is kind of getting played out. I think yeah, the whole Hardy. Starting... Oh, I think I think I, after the whole Hardy thing, they just there's nothing for them to do anymore. They're kind of turning into like male dancers. Oh yeah, like that... Mark Quinn is dressing up like a Chippendales dancer. It's weird. Yeah, great. Yeah. Not to say they're not talented dudes. They are excessively talented, especially Mark Quinn, especially Isaiah Cassidy. But I just feel like they need to think they need to change it up a little bit. Did they need to turn heel? Maybe, and I definitely think the new song the new song is part of the problem, though. You missed the... You missed the I miss. I miss uh, If you got Clash in your cup, go raise it up. Go raise it up. Go raise it up. Because well, they kind of defined them. That's the thing. Little yes. John's not doing it. <laughs> but Little is, John! What? But also... <laughs> what? If private parties turn to What? Down, they barely have any baby food groups. <laughs> What? Uh, who is that? Who's the face in HMG right now? Just yeah, Super Savage is a private party, by my knowledge. And Two Click is hurt, so it's like this really uh, no party. really big, really boot big party. boot party. Is that a tag team? I don't even count that as a team. It's like they're just two separate entities that happen to team up once. But in a they while. are super over, man. They are super over. Right. Yeah, but I don't especially see that Bri- especially Brian Burgundy, man. That dude is for a guy of his size, he crushes it every time, man. What are you talking about, Ben? He's huge. He's supposed to crush. It. He's really big. Of course. I mean, I mean, it's even more <laughs> impressive that he's so agile for a man of his size, of his stature. Yeah, he's very big. He could still fly, though. I'm amazed TJ isn't scared because he's that big. Yes. Okay, do you, think, do you think that House of Gangone, I mean the trio, should win the tag titles and freebird them? Yes. Uh, 
yeah, I need to see what Thomas Odin can do, though. He could talk. I just need to see what he can do wrestling wise. Is that a plus? <laughs> hang on well, a second, so guys. I, I think. So. Hang on, guys. I think something's going on with the audio feed. I think another person may have just joined. Is somebody there? Hello? Sup, Ben? Oh, hey, God damn it. Well, look who finally decides friend. to show up. Let's say, hang on. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this, right? Ladies and gentlemen, joining us, better late than never, it is the daddiest daddy this side of Daddyville. It's Matt the Daddy Koffler, the former general admission wrestling. <laughs> you screwed my friend. Hey, 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 hey. It was love. It was fair. <laughs> no, I wasn't in, I wasn't there. It was unfair. It was two on one. Want my belt back, Mike. He wants his belt back, but nah, you you you, you uh, ain't getting that back. You ain't getting get that back. Get back in line, bitch. Get back in line, bitch. I've got my I've had my shot at the title coming for a long time. Back in line. But yeah, Matt, since we have you here, you thought very much the same as us. You were not a fan of HOG New World Rising, correct? Not at all. Unfortunately. Like, will you agree with us? The Super Savages match was good. The main event, we'll go get to, which we, you're just in time to talk about the main event. But, good. Matt, what was your, I think I know what your favorite part of the show was. Of the whole show? Yeah. Bed? It, it involved bed? Oh, the part where Ben got his, his ass kicked by Tom. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody it's fun to see Ben get his ass kicked. I did it. Matt's going to do it. Now, now that moment was only rivaled by the part where Tom spit his gum at Ben, and then the part where Tom told Ben that he had no friends. Those are the only like other rivals to that moment, but those were all pretty good moments. Really good oh, show. Tom didn't lie, right, Matt? He doesn't have any friends. He's not like us. We're best friends. Exactly. Oh, by the way, hey guys, how's heel turn going? <sighs> you keep mentioning that, but between me and Matt, we've held the title longer than both of you. Trust me. Am I right, Matt? Me or Mike are going to hold that title to the end of time. Now it's back with the GAWP boys where it fucking belongs and not with the hands of you two jokes. Shut the fuck. Last time I checked, we still both have rematch clauses. So we'll work. Hold that title tight, Mike. Hold it tight. So, yeah, certainly. But, like, yeah. But overall, we were also talking about, we were also talking about, Matt, we do want your opinion about this. We were talking about our honest opinions. This is an honest place to give your honest opinion. We were talking about how we thought it was a little too soon for Ken Broadway to cut that promo he did. What was your personal... I didn't even give my opinion on it. Oh, I love that promo. I love that shoot. That was great. I wish he'd done more. Honestly, like, we... Well, Mike, what did you think of it? Honestly, like, once he said it, I was just like, okay. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, really, like... I, I I get it. like some people got offended and that's fine and then there's some people that were just laughing. And I was like, I it's get like it. I like I said, it's gonna come out. It has to come out. Like, like, like literally, like me and Ray was like standing on the line for to meet the NWO, and there was old people behind us chanting for Rude Boy. Are you serious? Yeah, yep. we were just like before I even behind, even did was, the promo. Yeah, before <laughs> that, it was like like we were Rude Boy and like. Okay. Mike looks at me like, no, you no, what are you doing? Like, like, Did anyone say like, anything to those guys? No. They, they we just wanted to say, shut up. They stopped immediately. Well, the chant was going to go over the whole weekend because it did happen at BCW, too. 
Yeah, it was in the original and, and other indie shows too. Yeah, it's happening everywhere. It's not going to die you out because it's, it's a guy that was like our CM Punk, I guess. Or a Chris so. ben, or a Chris Benoit. Who? Uh, who? Stephen Richards? Uh, pretty okay. good name. Yeah. What the, what the Royal Valley is pretty good now. Huh? Mm, next match, main event. <laughs> Never mind. But yeah, the next match was uh, Anthony Gangone defending the HOG Heavyweight Championship against Chainsaw Joe Gacy. Uh, That's his nickname? Yeah, Chainsaw Joe Gacy. You didn't realize that until you just said CZW Heavyweight Champion. But yeah, this was probably one of the best matches on the show. Yes. It was, what it, was, it was what it was supposed to be. It was a very good hardcore match. And honestly, I feel it ended the show. The show started really well, and it ended very well. Yes. It was good. Fuck. So, it was, yeah. It was like a sandwich with very nice bread, and then all the meat on the inside was... Fucking moldy or something. <laughs> I gotta admit, the table spot was awesome. Well, the table spot was great. That was fun. Yeah, well, the table spot was fucking sick, and they did some good. They did. And this was a good match. This was a good. Oh, the best part of this fucking match. They went up the stairs into the little pavilion upstairs, and he gets tossed. Fucking who got tossed over the table? Was it Joe Gacy or Anthony? It Gangon? was. It was Gay Goat because I was getting, yeah. Gacy Gangon. almost hit me with Gay Goat. <laughs> I know, just like, here comes a flying gangone! <laughs> Fuck you! And that's where that shit fucking goes. You were like a goddamn ragdoll. I Damn. know, it was insanity. Now, oh. the minute you guys walk into the Elm Corn and see those stairs, you think, what is it funny if fall. someone gets thrown somebody's, up? Somebody's going down those fucking stairs. The minute they said three foot, I'm like, oh, okay. Now someone's getting thrown up. You know what was also funny, too? It's like, when they were coming down the stairs... Gango just kept walking, and Gacy looked like he was ready to just slide down and just attack him. But Gango just kept fucking walking. You just see Gacy's face like, come on, you fuckhead. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I, I don't want you to get hurt, but hurry the come fuck on, up. Come on, let me slide down the fucking thing. And then, cool spot. Come on. and then my bestest buddy in the world, Thomas Odin, came back down and with the rest of Gauss of Gango attempted to interfere in the match. Yep. Wait a second. Now that you mention every member of House of Gangone, that that includes Juba, he won that night. Oh, yeah. We completely forgot about his <laughs> squash match. It wasn't even a squash. It was a three It was three match. minutes. Not a squash. It was... Okay, quick review. It was a Juba match. Chokeslam. Chokeslam. Swing and slide slam. It was fine. There you go. It was okay, but if it was supposed to be a squash, it should be shorter. But yes, Gangone goes over in the championship match with a little help from House of Gangone. And uh, he before that, he did a sick spot where he went off the top turnbuckle through a table, which looked like it just fucking sucked for Anthony Gangone to take that. So good on right. you, dude, for it's taking that. There were barricades near there, too. It was he very could if you yeah, I, I agree I with you. If you like, overshot like that. he was going to hit his head on the barricade or something. Which looked like something it bad was going to happen. 
something yeah. bad was going to happen. So that brings and then H-O-T. he just kicks out a two, like nothing happened at all. So that basically wraps up HOG New World Rising. So sadly, I think we're all in agreement. Not the best, not the best HOG show. Yep. Like honestly, I'm much. I'm really looking forward to Adrenaline next month because it really feels like this is going to where they're going to bring. I think the biggest issue with this show was that it felt a lot like a student showcase. Which they should have called it Student Showcase. What if they had called this HOG Student Showcase 3 guest starring the New World Order? Wait, no, I have a better idea. What if they called it, what if like, since it was students, you know, the whole idea is that they're up and coming and you have the New World Order there, so you call it New World Rising because it's like they're up and comers, they're rising. You're defending hard on this instance. You fuckhead. He made he made the reason why it was called that. Thanks, Matt. See, this is why he might, he's my best friend. He he thought outside the box. See, All right, surprise, motherfucker. Right. Save the save the save the dick sucking for later, you two. Yeah, is it safe to say that McDonald's was our highlight on Saturday? <laughs> McDonald's was the highlight of our night. We, for those not in the know, we got some great McDonald's after the show. Like, like wow. we, we, we were just sitting at a McDonald's, just bitching. Yeah. M- Matt, what did you get? I got a Whopper. I got some fries. We were at McDonald's. They don't sell Whoppers, you fuck. Well, sh- sh- Jesus Christ. What? I wanted a, a McRib, but they a- said no. <laughs> but yeah, that was, so that was funny. But like, I got, I got the, uh, I got a, ma- I got a bacon, I got the maple bacon sandwich. Yeah, it looked, it looked like some fancy pants pants sandwich. I didn't know what, where we were for a minute. Some high class food. Yeah, it was high class. Well, oh, nothing in McDonald's yeah. is high class. Nothing in McDonald's is high class. Wendy's is still better though. Wendy's is still better. Well, actually, the best mm. place, the best place you can get a fast food burger is Shake Shack. Mm. I, need, I need to go there. Uh, I would say Burger King's better. Maybe. To me, they're still one of the best ones. Although Five Guys is great. Checkers. Yeah. Yes. Five guys is awesome. If comment, uh, comment on when we post this the video and post this uh, episode. What's the best fast food burger? Recommend places. We'll go. Re- recommend <laughs> the best fast food burger. I like Checkers. Checkers is very good. They got that secret sauce. Ooh. Their mm. fries are good though. Yeah, they have. The, you know what's funny about Checkers fries? They smell like. They smell like. Um, God funnel cake? Funnel cake. It's, they smell like funnel cake. Don't they Ooh. do funnel cake at Checkers? I think they do. I think they maybe use either the same batter or the same oil for the fries. So that's why they mm. smell like they that. Do I know they kind of taste the cake? same as pop, as the Popeye's fries. You ever had Popeye's fries? I've had Those Popeye's fries. Those are great. What do you guys prefer, KFC or Popeye's? Popeye's. Uh, Popeye's. KFC. KFC big time. Yeah, Popeye's for me. Popeye's is a little bit better. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> and the DJ says Popeye's too, but yeah. So before, uh, speaking of Popeye's, which uh, WWE has had sponsorships in the past. Yes, this is my segue. I'm going with it. Fuck you. Let's talk about <laughs> WWE Payback. Yay. So, sp- brought to you by Popeye's, folks. Brought to you by Popeye's. So, yeah. Louisiana. Since we are all here, I think it is time to begin segueing to the end. But before we do, let's quickly talk. Let's talk about it. We'll shoot the shit a little bit before we go. But before that, we'll do our we're going to do our WWE Payback 2017 prediction. So let's 
bring up the card and do this match by match, and let's see what. So there is a pay per view. Yes, there is a pay per view on Sunday, which a lot uh, of people. Wait, so. so that means this Raw was the go home show. Yes, not a very yes. good go. Not a very good go home show. Which is why we didn't talk about it at all. It was boring as fuck. The only thing we're talking about is that there was a goddamn dumpster match. Yeah, no. one lost. Fuck my life. Fuck my life. All right. <laughs> All right, since Matt, you are our newest guest on this episode. You showed up last, so let's start with you going top to bottom. We're going to start with the women. We're going to start off with uh, we've got the pre-show match is going to be Enzo and Cass versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, a.k.a. who gives a shit. Matt, who do you have and why? Is it for a title? No, it's just no. for just for fucking whatever. Oh, okay. Gallows Anderson. They need to do something with them. All right. Ray, what about you? Mm, I say Gallows and Anderson. All right. Mike, what about you? Double count out. Double count out? <laughs> really? <Yep. laughs> okay, that's an interesting. No winner. No. Whoever wins, get over here. And my pick, I am actually going to be the odd man out. I am going with Enzo More and Big Cass because they have been losing a lot lately and they need to win more. But they just won on Monday. That's six man tag. Usually it was whoever just wins. Enzo, Enzo didn't even wrestle. <laughs> But that's how it works. You win, then you get buried at the pay-per-view. And so lost! <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to happen. He's going to be injured, so it's going to be two-on-one. Great! Hey. <laughs> you lost your first match, oh. Mike. <laughs> oh, good. Next. Matt, were you about to say something? Are these predictions for the title? No, only me and Mike are competing for the championship this weekend. Winner of me and Ben faces Ray. I hope you both lose. Since Ray is still in line Matt, for his and then, rematch. And, then and Matt gets his rematch. Fair. So, let, so let's do Matt, this. don't worry. The minute I win that title, it's ours. Yep. We'll just keep it. That's it. And then, but you, do, but you two have to fight over it. No, we no, keep, no, no. No, we just out. keep it. That's it. Be, they're going to no, 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 no. No fighting necessary. That, that, it's that, ours. It's the law of daddy. That's it. But, so, this is really not a prediction, but um, also on the kickoff, Miz TV with Finn Balor. Why? Miz Cause, versus cause fuck, Balor is going to happen. No, why? Uh, Mike? Because fuck, fuck you, that's why. Mike, Mike, Mike. Yes. At least you're not from Africa. What the hell? Is- <laughs> Wait. What? Wait, what? Why are you playing Toto's Africa? <laughs> Wait, is it because Dean Ambrose said he's like black guys? Yeah, that is like. He did say he likes black guys. He's fired, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> I know we all we all know he tried to say black eyes, but yeah, I love Damn. black guys. See, this is what happens black when guy, Latin, every was, black guy stood up and it clapped. See, this is what happens <laughs> when you let Matt the Daddy Coughlin in the same room as DJ Love You Long Time. They have the same evil way of thinking. They NLW. fuck each other in the ass. That's what they do. <laughs> NLW. That's my best friend. Yeah. Oh my ben, that's my so, best friend. Fucking that so guy. So, ben, ben, what's the rest of the card? All right. Next up is going to be Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. Matt, who you got and why? Samoa Joe. All right. Something. 
All right, Ray, how about you? I say Seth Rollins because this is like his redemption for the injury. Hopefully, that's that's also the reason why he's using that Oka that Okada Rainmaker ripoff. All right, Mike, how about you? Double count. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. I say Samoa Joe, and he he heard Seth Rollins more because, for God's sakes, the guy four weeks ago said, he, well, his doctor said he wasn't going to compete for four months, and you're still wrestling? Yeah, fucking hurt him even more. Yeah, we were at that role, but no. Yeah. So, okay. so, so keep the story realistic and just have Joe beat the fuck out of him. And I am going to go with uh, Seth Rollins via a quick roll-up because, like, it'll it'll be a quick win, but, like, he'll do it by surprise. You know what? Samojo needs this win. The fucker was even on WrestleMania. Yeah, he, he was wasn't. even the goddamn Battle Royal. Give up something. Wait, imagine Samoa Joe just beat Seth up in the back. That leads to Finn Balor versus Double count Joe. out. <laughs> no, Finn versus Joe. Double count out. Finn versus Joe. Finn versus Joe. But we've next. seen that shit so many times already. And next up, we are going to have... Roman Reigns versus Bronny the Strowman. Oh, double count out, baby. Double count out. What is it with you and I'll the agree with, I'll agree with Mike. Double count out. For the love of God, do not have Roman Reigns pin him clean. Well, you're all idiots because I'm going with the smart decision. I'm going to say Roman Reigns for the win in 30 seconds. No, Dude. you know what I, I kind of think? I see Braun winning. Wait I'm a minute. Go with how about this? Why wasn't this an ambulance match? Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. It, it actually, because then Braun will flip it again. <laughs> no, that's time. the... Ray, He's not done point. with you. Ray, that's the point. He puts him in the ambulance, he wins, the bell rings. He's like, I'm not finished with him! He just flips him. the fucking thing over. Ref reverses the decision. <laughs> so Roman wins because he just left the ambulance. So I'm going with Roman Reigns, and Matt, who do you have? Braun. No, 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 Roman, Roman, why did I say Braun? I, I, I say Roman as well. Uh, I'll be the odd man out. I say Braun. All right. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. Dumb motherfucker. If I win. But, but Ray, Ray, he's so muscly and his hair is so wet. He just... He's going to play the Braun injury. Strowman just lost He's going to play the injury. Watch. He's going to play he the just, fucking he... injury. Is he even going to show up? What, Roman? Yeah. He, the match well, is confirmed. Well, he doesn't show up, I still win. <laughs> I he still win. Okay. The end he, is now. The end is now. He's been on the house shows, but as for TV appearances, he hasn't been there. Yeah, because out of respect, though. Remember, his brother just died. Okay, but... Ref, I don't think they're going to want... They're going to tell him, no, you have to show up to TV. Uh -huh. Come on, man. So you're saying if his, so, so you're saying if his brother didn't die, he would have been on TV already. Kind of, it looked like that was the case because he showed up in a house show the day after. So it's like there, I get why he's not showing up on TV because they had the funeral, uh, they had their ceremonies. Come on, got a point. Next up, and dear God, can we finally get this out of the way, Matt? I'm gonna let you take this one because you actually. You and me were having a talk about this just a little while ago. Matt, I have an important question for you. 
Matt, can you explain to me what a House of Horrors match is? Well, obviously, there have been some classic House of Horrors matches over the years in WWE, WCW, as well as ECW. It's a, it's a, it's a staple at house shows as well as pay-per-view events across the country. The House of Horrors match um, consists of two competitors competing in a big cage. You following? Okay. Right. So it's a steel cage. <laughs> the, the, the goal is to is to kick your opponent out of the House of Horrors. It's a reverse steel cage, you see. You don't want to mm. escape it. You want to stay in the cage. And there are mm. spooky ghouls and other creepy crawlies that uh, spook you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. This is, this is literally a House of Horrors. <laughs> Matt, so kind of like Ben's title reign. That's going to be in there. Just to scare them even more. What? <laughs> For some weird re- I heard I heard a rumor that this match was going to be pre-recorded. That's what I, yeah, I heard that too. So it's basically yeah. the final they do that it's too scary for the audience to see. Because they're going to gimmick the shit out of it and make Bray Wyatt like the actual demon. Like like one minute he's there. No, I think it's literally going to be at a house. This is going to be like the final deletion now. But whatever, it's a, whatever, whatever the fuck this is, Bray Wyatt has to win this. The title is not on the line and he just showed up on Raw. Give him a win. I Can agree. Can we say this? The fans are the ones that lose, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> so let's all go around Wait a it. Second. Mike. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> Mike. But yes. At least you're not an all star. Somebody once told me. God damn it. Is the DJ texting you to play? <laughs> God damn it. They're in cahoots. They're in cahoots together. <laughs> Oh, God. Wait, like so we song. do fact, control this show now. In fact, fuck it. Yeah. Quick, quick <laughs> song. Well, well, the gears start coming and I don't stop coming. Break to the roof and then they hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. this episode is going on YouTube. You get copyrighted like crazy. Yeah, nope. Remember, don't get sued. So, so same as saying the next week's episode is going to be on YouTube. Uh, yeah, just don't play that much copyrighted music, please. Yes, all right, but enough sing-alongs aside, so let's all just go around real quickly, rapid fire. Matt, who do you got? Ray. Ray, who you got? Uh, Randy. Mike, who you got? Bray. And I have Bray Wyatt as well, so we will certainly see wait, if Bray Wyatt can successfully... Wait. What if Jinder Mahal shows up with the don't, title? Don't hinder the Jinder. <laughs> oh, God. Don't be hindering the gendering. I swear to God. Wait, what if Balor shows up in his demon gear during this match? Ooh. For what reason, though? Just because Bray. Attack kind of Bray. Remember, it's him and it's going to be Bray and Finn at uh, uh, Backlash? Yeah. No. No. Backlash is a, yes. a SmackDown show. Whatever the fuck is happening. God. Right, you don't know what the fuck is happening. So next. <laughs> and next up, These we have. These pay reviews are fucking. The Cruiser. You know what? No. Ray, they are letting Kevin Owens and Randy Orton just do this one-off because Brock isn't there, and they have to do the rematch with Jericho and Owens. They need to just kill that feud. End Brock, lose the title because this is mixing everything up. Fuck it. Next up, He's we have the next show. Next up, we have the WWE Cruiserweight Championship match. This is going to be the king of the Cruiserweights, Neville, defending against the greatest man who ever lived, Austin Aries. Matt, who you got and why? Neville versus Austin Aries. Yes. Rematch, rematch for WrestleMania. 
Neville. But wait a second, though. Right. No, no, no. Like, skip. No, because you're going to fucking say it a lyric. Right downtown. No! <laughs> when you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go. Downtown! Yay! <laughs> this, this is where Mike kills us all. Well, at least if Mike dies, he's not the champ anymore. <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah, it's going to be Neville, Austin Aries. Matt says, Neville, I am going with Austin Aries. Ray, who do you have? Double count out. <laughs> no, I said Ray. Who, Ray, who do you have? <laughs> he's going to say double count out. Look at him. Look at him. He's thinking. Oh, God. It's going to be Neville because TJ is going to screw Austin Aries. Uh, not a bad assumption. And Mike, who do you have? Austin Aries. All right. Next up. And, of course, we have the not-yet-broken Hardy Boys. Matt and Jeff defending the titles against Cesaro and Sheamus. Hear me, out. Hear me out on this. No. I am going with Cesaro <laughs> and Sheamus because here's why. Cesaro oh. and Sheamus win via bullshit. They and that leads them broken. And it's going to live, lead to Matt Hardy going crazy and screaming delete. Um, ben, it's too early for him to be broken. Hardy's. All yeah, right. they have to wait till maybe like extreme rules, something happens. That's sort of same at least. You know what? That's actually a good point, and I actually want to win back my championship, so I'm going to go with the Hardys as well. And Matt, like, the Hardys just came sense. back. You, just, you know what, Matt? Who do you have? Uh, Hardys. All right, straight Hardys. flush. Straight flush. We all got the Hardys. And Matt, Mike, you were about to say something. I'm just saying, like they they just came back to the WWE. Give it time. Uh, like, luckily, they still have they have the broken gimmick now on them, but just they have they have it. Just have the rights. Just have the rights. That's all you need right now, WWE. All you need is rights. Do 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 do. All you need is rights. Next match, you can't say. Yep. Uh, okay then. And next up, we have finally we Sorry. have. Next up, we have up, the next up we have the Raw Women's Championship match. Bailey defending against Alexa Bliss. Let's just all go around and say what we think. Matt, who you got and why? Which match? Uh, Bailey for Bailey versus Alexa Bliss for the women's title. Bailey. All right, Ray. Who do you have? Uh, I'll say Alexa Bliss. Mike, who do you have? For storyline build to build up to Sasha turning heel, Bailey. And I'm going to go with Bailey as well. And next up, we have the last match. It's going to be Kevin Owens defending his United States Championship against Chris Jericho. Matt, who do you have and why? But I think also, I also, also, let's not forget the let's not forget the stipulation. If Jericho wins the U.S. title, he goes to SmackDown as well. So there are stakes in this match. So, Matt, who do you have? Jericho. Of course, since he's your dude. Ray, who do you have? Uh, I'll say Owens, but my question is, does this mean event? Uh, No. No, no, Braun and Roman are going to main event. Because it's it's payback, bitch. So, payback. But this is their only title, and this is like their main feud going in. Outside of Braun and Roman. Not again. Whatever. 
Kevin Owens. Did. And Mike, what about you? Uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. All right, and I'm the, going to go I with think Kevin. Kevin Owens is to hold on to the title to build this feud with AJ that needs to start soon, but fast. And Are we yep, also I'm, all picking Kevin Owens because of Fozzie having a tour already? Probably, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, imagine Jericho wins, like, I'm taking the title. See ya. <laughs> I'm going on Fozzie. tour. It's just like, yeah, so and I'm going with Kevin Owens as well. So that does it for the payback predictions. We'll certainly see who uh, who walks out this weekend with the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Heavyweight Championship. Is it going to be me or is it going to be Mike? We'll certainly see. Hey, it should be ours. If I win, it's going in the oven. (laughs) But you're putting that shit in the fucking oven. I'm I'm getting the oven ready, Ben. It should be ours. Oh, my God. So I think that just about does it for another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Before we go, let's just shoot the breeze just a little bit just to start wrapping up. So, Matt and Ray, thank you begrudgingly for being on the show. No problem. And, Matt, I understand you had a little trouble getting here. What was that about? There was a delay on the L train. Well, no, you can just blame New York trainers. Because some it was a medical emergency in the train in front of us at First Avenue. There must have been a tragedy that happened or something. God, no, not God. again! Not again! Don't you fucking dare! Thank you, best friend. Have a great Thank day. Best yeah, friend, love staying, you. Stay, but Mike, we're staying live, right? Well, no, no, not again. Bye, Matt. Sorry, I had to pull the uh, I had to pull the cord. I'm sorry. Hey Ray. Ray. I can't hear you over this music. Bye. Bye. Oh my so yeah, we just had to kick the two of them out for reasons. <laughs> for a second. Why why did I get kicked out? No, you don't end that on me, goddammit. <laughs> All right, but thank you to Chuckle Nuts for being on the show with us. And Mike, let's start wrapping it up. So, Mike, where can where can people where can God, people? Listen? I don't like that. You're, you're you're kicking us out. I think that's not good. <laughs> See, it's because they're scared, Matt. The best friends will take that title soon. We yeah, are not afraid. We are not af- Mike. Are we afraid of them? Uh, hold on one second. Oh, it goes bad. Mike, are we afraid of them? Nope. We are not. They just just kicked you out. We are not. We're taking over. That's it. God damn it. Wrap this up. Stop kicking us out. All right. So it's time to. We are not afraid of you. And let's. (laughs) Okay. I will fucking kill you. So let's start wrapping this shit up. So, Mike, where can they find us on all that lovely social media? iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio and podtastic we're on twitter and instagram at the what the hell happened <laughs> matt god damn it don't kick him out of this i didn't who is it son of a goddamn bitch but mike you were just about to say what the facebook was at the g-a-w-p general admission wrestling podcast and whoever hung up on me you're a bitch you're a fucking dead man. 
And you, once again, you can you can follow some of that lovely social media. And don't forget about our T Public store. You can get to get yourself a General Admission Wrestling Podcast T-shirt at tpublic.com/slash General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget you can follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram at the G A W P Show. And That's what I just said. No, you said you said you were plugging the Facebook. You didn't plug the Twitter. Guys forgot the YouTube channel. And of course, I we plugged, have our. I plugged the Instagram and the Twitter. The first thing I said. And we plugged the YouTube earlier, so we have our. Just keep cover. plugging everything. Everything. Just follow everything. Don't tell us how to Be do nice our to show. You don't. You don't own our show, Ray. Not yet. <laughs> so yes, once again, that does it for another crazy episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Once again, in a round circle, thank you. We are, this has been Matt, the Daddy Koffler. This has been the law, Ray Raymundo. It has been I, Avenging Ben, and my partner in crime. Call the Mike. And we have been the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Follow that lovely social media. Buy the t-shirt at tpublic.com. And as Mike always says, Mike, take it out. You say it better than anybody. Join the madness. We will see you guys for episode 30. See you next time. Follow the law. Cook it down now. Yeah.